I took a trail run today and my right hip cramped up on me while I was running, uh, which actually is not that uncommon. Uh, that right hip cramping up is kind of a, it tends to happen more often than not. You know, I'm not really a runner, but I like running out in the trails in nature. Um, that's one reason I do it. But I also think you should be able to run. I mean, as part of your overall fitness, you know, if you had to save yourself or somebody else and run a couple of miles to get help or whatever, you know, you should be able to do it. That's just my opinion. You know, the reason I work out and, and try to take care of myself is, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to extend my life and, and move well, uh, and be fit. But anyway, it's not uncommon to have mobility and, you know, and strength imbalances, um, as we get older. I think it's, I think you probably, if you think about it, you've got some of your own shoulders, hips, knees, very common, right? And you know, it just really just happens over the years. Things start to, whether or not it was an injury or just a, you know, a, a tight uh, muscle or a pull or a sprain or whatever. And pretty soon you have this, you know, when, when you're, as soon as you've got that first injury, and this is, you know, this is going back decades now, uh, you know, you're, you know, you adjust your movement pattern because now, you know, your hips tight and you're kind of limping and, and pretty soon your body sort of installs this new faulty pattern as the, as the default pattern. And then, you know, this goes on over and over and over again over the years. And you can imagine that you're, you know, you're installing new faulty patterns over the last faulty part pattern that you just uh, created because of whatever happened to you. And you can imagine over the over the decades, you got, you know, you got all this sort of compromised movement going on. So it's very complicated, I guess, to, to sort it out and, and sort of just, you know, it's, it's not easy as well. I'll just stretch a little bit and things will go back to normal. It, it, it doesn't work like that, unfor unfortunately. So anyway, it got me thinking about it because it's very obvious to me. My, my hips are, have a serious imbalance. I notice it when I, when I stretch. I mean, one, one is far more uh, mobile than the other. My, it's my, um, my left hip is the tight one. Um, I also have um, the, the other area that's very noticeable to me is that my rotational, uh, you know, my thoracic spine rotation is compromised. It's not good. It's, it's not good, you know, in a relative sense on either side, but the, you know, um, I can look over my left shoulder far better. I can rotate farther in that direction than in, and then in the right side and, um, and my, the neck and all that. And, and that's kind of, you know, it's a pain because, you know, it really affects me like I'm driving and just, uh, you being able to look over my shoulder, and so I, I've been working on actually my rotational uh, flexibility a little bit over the last couple of months. But but anyway, it got me thinking about um, just how to sort these things out, and um, and I started thinking about J Dan John and some of the things he talks about with movement. Um, and there's really these, you know, his explanation. There's kind of like these four levels of movement and uh, sort of complexity, and you really should sort of you know go through them in order uh, to establish, um, you know, the baselines well and then, and then uh, move down the, the more complicated movements. And, and quite frankly, I don't think we really even think about this stuff. So what he says is there's basically, you know, there's a basic pattern to each movement. I'm talking about, you know, the human movements, the five human movements, push, pull, hinge, squat, carry. Uh, some people say there's other ones like rotational or throwing movements. And some people say, you know, there's the squat, the two-legged squat, and then there's the, you know, the single-leg squatting are different, but, you know, whatever. However you look at it, there's human movements, 
there's a pattern. The very first level is the pattern. What you is kind of like this baseline strength. It's also strength, but it's also skill. There's you know these movement is is a learned skill. Strength is a learned skill. So there's the baseline pattern. The number two is like the grinding movements, and this is where we spend most of our time. You know when we're working out, we're doing what's you know called the grinding movement. This is where the work's done. Number three is this asymmetrical like movement and this is where this is you know got me thinking about today when you have these imbalances you really need to be working at this uh, and to try to recover them by doing this asymmetrical work by trying to you know restore the two sides both mobility wise and strength wise uh so they're more they're more in balance and then number four would be the you know the dynamic or explosive movements like sprinting or jumping or um doing like, you know, power cleans, those kind of movements. So really, I, um, I started thinking about it and, uh, and I do, like I do, I do do some amount of mobility work. I mean, I, I kind of have that installed in my system um, because I have to loosen up before I can get out there. And, you know, if I didn't do my mobility work before I tried to run, I'd really be in, in, in a problem area. But um, the, the other side of it is that you have to also do the strength work. I guess this is kind of the message for this, this audio is that, um, the, cause what happens is like when you, when you have constrained mobility, you know, then you start to, you move in a, in a different way. And because, you know, you're not moving in a sort of the full range of motion and through that joint or whatever the problem is, um, you know, it's not, it's not carrying as much of the load. The other side starts carrying more of the load. The other side's getting more work. The other side's getting stronger. The constrained side's getting weaker. Um, so you really need to work on both, uh, mobility and strength on with this asymmetrical work. So, um, things like, you know, um, if you, like tight hips, you know, there's a, the, the single leg, you know, uh, Romanian deadlift that, that, uh, deadlifting off the off one foot, you can start this with really just body weight or a light dumbbell or something. This is a really good exercise to get the hamstrings and the hips working asymmetrically. You know, so you kind of recover strength on each side. Lunges, obviously, split squats, uh, the uh, the rear leg elevated split squat. You know, the um, what they call a Bulgarian split squat. That's a great single leg strength movement. But if you have, you know. Uh, you know, on the rotational stuff, it might be things like, uh, you know, the strength would be maybe like a dumbbell row uh, would, would be a good pulling exercise that you can work asymmetrical back strength, uh, shoulders, you know, overhead pressing with dumbbells. You're doing one side at a time would be a good. You can also do this on the bench. You very seldom see it, but you can actually bench with a single dumbbell um, on one side. It really forces you to clamp that core down so you can you know you don't roll off the bench good exercise uh the landmine exercises if you know what those are with a with a kind of like a uh you know when you stick a bar into a corner and you um you know quite you know, like the t-bar row would be uh, an example of kind of a um a landmine type exercise but you get that you get that long bar you know like the olympic bar with just weight on one end the other end sticking into the corner and you could do various rowing exercises, various sort of single-handed uh, pressing exercises, some of these rotational things around. It's great. It's a great tool. Uh, just just Google landmine this landmine press, landmine row. You'll find a, a variety of exercises that are very good, and, uh, but they are you know typically done with a single hand, so they're they're really working that 
asymmetrical strength. So anyway, that that's the message. Uh, you know, it's really hard to sort of work back from 30 years or more of injury and movement pro- problems and stuff. But my my opinion, you know, what's the alternative? I mean, I mean, um, you know, you're trying to get better. You got to work on these things. It's going to take more than just stretching. You want to work strength at that third level, that asymmetrical level. Make sure your pattern is sound, though. I mean, don't get too far ahead of you, ahead of yourself. I see this quite often. People are, you know, they're doing grinding movements and and uh, things that they uh, are not really ready for because they haven't established the uh, the basic pattern. Um, but do both. Do both the mobility work. Do that strength work. Try to uh, restore some of that asymmetrical uh, movement, and it'll help you sort it out. It'll be worth it. All righty.